Hello, and welcome to the Nebraska Wedding Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly LaFleur, and we are at episode 10. I'm so excited. We made it, guys. We hit a milestone. Um, Thank you for tuning in today. I know last week I promised that today would be my episode, but I have had no time. I am in between editing a ton of weddings. I have filmed every weekend since April 27th, which I love and I am so grateful for. But it just means that I am spending my time with my family. And when I am not with my family, I am editing. So I haven't had time to sit down and record a podcast, but I'm hoping to get that done and have that released at some point, at least by the end of July. So But what I'm really struggling with is, yes, I have my basic questions that I ask all of my guests, but I'm curious to know what you guys are interested to know about me or about videography and different things like that. So if you have a question that you have been interested to ask, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram. You know, that's my favorite platform at Lacework Films. You can email me hello at laceworkfilms.com. Or you can message me on Facebook. I'm not going to give out my phone number because I don't want robocallers and spammy texts. But you can find it on my website, www.laceworkfilms.com. So today I am so excited for our guest. It is Jen Mersney. She is a wonderful wedding and event planner here in Omaha. And listening back to this episode, gosh, I was just so inspired and thankful for the words that she shared. We recorded this back in... Gosh, I don't know, Jen. It was April or May. It was a while ago. So listening back to it, it helped get me reinvigorated for interviewing guests. And she shared a lot of valuable information about budgets and planning and how to use a planner and what planners actually do and all of the stereotypes and horror stories. And it's a lot of fun. So I hope you guys enjoy. Meet Jen Mersney. All right. Well, today we are here with Jen Mersney of Cherry on Top Events by Jen, and I am so excited to have you here to talk about wedding planning and all of the fun things that you do in the wedding industry. So thanks for being here. Well, yay. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Um, I would love if you could introduce yourself to our listeners a little bit, tell them a little bit about what you do and your story, how you got started. Awesome. Uh Again, my name is Jen, Cherry on Top Events by Jen. I actually got started with a uh, corporate background with wedding planning. And um, I guess it was more corporate planning on the backside of that. And that will be 20 years ago in November. And that makes me really old. So that's (laughs) awful. You're well experienced. Yes, well experienced experienced. is actually what I meant to say. Um, no, uh, and then, um, just as my corporate planning had kind of evolved and everything, a bunch of my girlfriends started getting married and I started, uh, you know, saying, Hey, if anyone needs help with that, I plan large scale events all the time. Would anyone, you know, want any help? And then next thing you know, uh, you ever have like that really good core group of girls that just kind of push you to do whatever to succeed in life. Well, I'm very, very blessed with those girls. And yeah, no, they uh, pushed me to start my own business. And in fact, uh, they were the ones who were getting married and I got to plan their weddings as well as be a part of them. And as soon as I stepped into the world of weddings, it was just all over for me. Like there was 
such a huge difference between the corporate and the wedding side like corporate is very black and white and don't get me wrong we do still do some corporate events um is my heart there no (laughs) um but as soon as we walked into weddings like that gray messy emotional high stress area we fell in love with it for whatever crazy reason that is Oh my gosh. I love your description of that gray and messy and emotional. And I think that that just really wraps up weddings. It like, is it in is. a nice little box. It is because like whenever people see wedding planners from the outside, of course, you get this stigma of Jennifer Lopez and the wedding planner. And, you know, that. Frank. Oh, my gosh. You must have. So- yes. Frank. Oh, it's literally called Frank by a drunken groom before. It was amazing. That's hysterical. <laughs> Um, but yes, no, um, you get the, all those stigmas and what people think versus the actual reality. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that reality. And so if someone has never had a friend or a family member work with a wedding planner, what do you want them to know about what you do? Um, as far as uh, what we do, we actually offer different levels of service in the involvement and the wedding planning side of things. We like to be as involved as our clients want us to be. Um, some clients only need us to uh, set up their decor and then come back at the end of the night and tear it down. And so then we get involved more of the design aspect of that. And that's a lot more hands off. And then we have our wedding management package where we come in more about four to six weeks weeks out and get more involved with the planning and wrapping up the details, helping solidify a timeline that's cohesive with all of the vendors involved and everything, and then just kind of executing on the day of. And then we have our partial service where, uh, you know, you have all of kind of more the key components where you have your vendor show or your venue shows, you have uh, maybe your photographer and DJ, but then you're kind of stuck on finishing things out the rest of the way then that's where we come in and help uh get us recommended get you recommended with vendors along the way and that are going to be matched up with you guys as far as your budget your personality everything that way and then just kind of take your wedding and execute your vision the rest of the way that way and then we have our full service clients ones that come in with i have this idea i think And here you go. (laughs) And they just really kind of need help with everything as far as, uh, you know, finding an actual venue and then everything that just kind of falls in place from there. Yeah. Wow. Really just the whole gamut is from, I think people have the idea of a planner and they immediately think of like your full package planning. Oh, yes. You know, and it's like you can use a planning service for Things as simple as setting up the decor because you want your family members and your friends at the ceremony when the ceremony is happening instead of setting everything up or being stressed about all of that. And I think having the benefit of having a planner is that the bride isn't the one getting all the phone calls the day of the wedding. Oh, yes, definitely. Like a lot of times uh, we try to intercept a lot of those things so that the couples do not know that it even has happened, you know, um, unless they actually need to know. Um, I usually tell them if they really want to know, they can ask me two, three days after the wedding or after they're back from their honeymoon. And if they want to know if something happened, then I'll tell them. But Otherwise, unless they absolutely have to know, um, we try to handle things to make sure that they 
don't happen, but you know, we have unfortunately had situations where um, there was a company who is now defunct in a couple of years ago. I'm sure everyone kind of remembers that whole situation, but uh, they never showed up with their Shivari ballroom chairs that, you know, that was one of those things where, yep, I can't uh, make this bride unsee what her chair, <laughs> folding black chairs are not gold Shivari ballroom chairs. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as we could talk about ways that you have been able to um, create, you know, good situations out of bad. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, give us a couple you know, we don't need to go into detail, but give us a couple of situations where, you know, couples will know that you're going to handle everything. You'll have this taken care of. Like, oh, sure. Tell us Absolutely. A couple of- like a couple of little nightmares, if yeah. you will. Um, yeah. Everybody always likes to know the uh, dirty details of the wedding planning. Um, I would say probably one of my more... Um, it was definitely probably earlier in my career, uh, but we had a wedding where it was a partial service client, so we were very much involved, and we had a caterer that was kind of more of a friend of a influenced on how they got the job and everything, and they ended up leaving the venue without bussing any of the tables. And sadly, um, like, obviously, that wasn't something that I wanted to fall on my clients or make them aware of or anything, um, you know, because there were already other situations with that particular catering company in general um, that were pretty noticeable. But uh, that part, we just kind of stepped in and we're like, all right, team, let's go and let's get clear these some tables <laughs> cleared and you know some you know it's one of those sometimes you have to do what it takes and most of the time uh you know uh that stuff does not happen but unfortunately some of the times that does happen and um you know there's also been times where unfortunately uh party buses have broke down and uh they have not been able to show up and here we've got the wedding party right after the ceremony ready to go in between and uh we've got no transportation for them and you know trying to figure out last minute shuttles getting on the ball with that getting on the phone making things happen sometimes it ends up being an uber xl that (laughs) you know and you know just making sure that you know things happen when things happen yeah totally what do you are what are you seeing with your couples like do you see a lot of full planning clients do you see a lot of partial planning like for your company specifically kind of how has it laid out for 2019 2020 as far as like what people are choosing sure sure so i would say a huge staple of our business is our wedding management clients that are a lot more where they're more hands-on in the wedding planning process and then we get more involved towards the end Um, but we have actually seen quite the increase in our partial service package where people have gotten their venue and their catering all figured out and then they kind of get stuck from there and you know and a lot of times it's because they're busy with full-time jobs and you know they have their own careers to attend to and or schooling or night classes or they work the night shift or you know whatever their schedules may be and that's where we like to come in and really help them out with that yeah and with those couples because I know um working with 
planners and different things like that. Some couples like to be very hands off and, you know, maybe I don't even see like what are you seeing as far as couples do they want to be involved in the vendor selection like do they want to be at all of those meetings or are they kind of like all right Jen like go through see who's available give us like a top two or even one and if we don't like that person we can kind of move on sure so uh what we see is our couples still want to be very much hands-on but they get very overwhelmed by all the choices like you do a search for videographer and photographer and boom there's 50 links oh yep. yeah I'm sure all of these are good you know whereas you know we have uh, relationships with a lot of these different vendors and we're gonna not only get them matched up with somebody that's gonna be within their budget but we also I feel like personality matchups yes. are so huge, important as well as that too you know whether it be a DJ whether it be a photographer videographer even if it be a planner, if we're not a right fit or if those vendors are not a right fit, we need to make sure that we get somebody who's going to mesh very well for what the client is looking for. Totally. And I think that's one of the things that I've talked to other vendors about is we're just like, if you as the couple meet with someone that you love their work, their pricing is great, but something still feels off. Like if your personalities just aren't driving, like keep looking. Because Absolutely. that right person is out there. There are so many great people in Nebraska in the wedding industry that you are bound to find someone who clicks perfectly with you. Absolutely. I cannot agree more. In fact, I even encourage that among wedding planners. We, uh, you know, I know especially for myself and my clients, we grow very close personal bonds and like, and they're just my family afterwards and yeah. I just love them. And, you know, like I've even had some that have truly become friends afterwards, you know, even the ones that were friends beforehand, <laughs> um, you know, and just really those we connect with our couples during the process because it's important for that. And if you're not feeling it right out the gate, then I, I encourage you to keep searching until you feel it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so how long ago was it that you first started doing those weddings, the planning for your friends' weddings? Sure. So I officially launched Cherry on Top Events by Jen on February 2nd, 2012. So I just celebrated nice. seven years back in February. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So through those years, because I think that was a really pivotal time as far as internet and social media and oh. Pinterest. Yes. So what are some of the changes that you've seen over the last six or seven years as you've been going through this like have trends changed have the people changed what what have you seen oh yes definitely trends are changing constantly and honestly that's what we are constantly looking for and researching as well too um i personally love Pinterest. I think it is great for somebody like me who is constantly looking for that next best thing, that next creative idea. But I think it gets to be very overwhelming to our couples that are looking at Pinterest and then they're overwhelmed. And then uh, like seven years ago, they saw all the coral and mint and it threw up all over weddings and then there was the burlap and mason jars phase and you know now uh you know I think it's just kind of one of those where it's good for me as a creative and other creatives but um for planning in general um 
it can be a really tricky way because the expectation versus reality, we see brides that pin these pictures that are like just completely over the top. And it's like, all right, that's amazing. Do you have a $20,000 budget for decor? Oh, you don't? Okay, so... <laughs> Let's, so let's, let's go, forget let's go, this picture. Let's erase that from your mind and let's go this way. And so, and then just kind of to help kind of design, uh, redirect them into a design path that will work for what they're actually looking for and what they can't afford. Yeah. So along those lines, obviously planning services have a lot of different components to them, no matter who you go with. So Personally, for you, what are what do you feel like your your strength is? Is it design? Is it logistics? Is it the relationship, et cetera? Sure, absolutely. So I think uh, kind of a combination of all of it. Uh, really, the design work. A lot of our clients um, they want that DIY touch where they've been very involved in bringing in stuff, uh, you know, that they want to incorporate and have set up, but then obviously they're getting ready. They don't have the time to do that or they don't have the creative eye to do that. And so they kind of want to have that DIY touch and but we're able to actually execute what they want. Um, so the setup and the teardown package is a part of all of our packages um, regardless. And that one, we see that a lot. Yeah. Um, going back to a little bit more about you and your story, um, what are a few things that your couples or just maybe even other vendors in the industry might not know about you? Ooh, and what to fun know facts. about me? Um, as outgoing as I am, I'm very introverted. <laughs> like doing this is scaring the death. <laughs> out of me uh but no it's uh great but no I uh if I don't have a wedding on a weekend I want to be at home and probably in bed and lounging around and Netflixing and uh it you can get me out of the house if you want to play volleyball so that's uh one thing um another thing about me that a lot of people don't know um I actually have a lot of tattoos. I was, uh, I very much connect with the offbeat bride and I very much myself was an offbeat bride and I was the tattooed bride, in fact. So yeah, no, it, uh, a lot of people um, don't really know that. I try to be very respectful during weddings and stuff. You know, uh, some people are very much okay with it and, you know, some people are very, not, not. <laughs> which is okay. Um, it's usually not my clients. Uh, you know, it's usually kind of the older members. generation, you know, people that I've not been working with and everything. But no, um, that might be something people, yeah. a lot of people don't know. So how many do you have? I have eight tattoos, a uh, combination of about 40 hours worth of work. I've actually won uh, some pretty big trophies and been uh published in some tattoo magazines cool yes and of course that was a lifetime ago <laughs> um you got married a couple of years ago and so as you started your planning business before then what for you planning as a bride what did you learn along the way did anything change did you feel like 
Um, there were things that other vendors could work on. Like, how was it for you as someone who was really deep into the industry at that point? Oh, yeah. No, uh, planning my own or our own wedding. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, babe. Love you. Um, no, planning our own wedding and uh, being in the bride's shoes was such a different take back after, uh, you know, having... Um, you know, planned so many weddings before then. Um, I probably had my business about four years before then. And so that was definitely a little crazy to be in the bride's shoes for once, um, you know, uh, making the different decisions and everything and making all the payments. And, you know, it was the last two weeks beforehand and everyone kept asking you are you so excited i'm like well yeah i'm excited but i feel broke <laughs> i just keep seeing the money fly away <laughs> yes sir and we had a pretty large wedding as well too we had 375 people we had a very large wedding party and um you know it's always funny whenever brides say oh i have a massive wedding party and i'm like well I needed two party buses to transport my wedding party and their spouses. So that's okay. <laughs> we can deal with it. We've been there before. Yes. But no, it was uh, absolutely wonderful to be in the bride's point, uh, you know, bride shoes. Um, I used to always think it was funny whenever people would talk to me about wedding nightmares. And I was like, oh, girl, you're crazy. And then I was a bride and I had my wedding nightmares and it was awful. <laughs> and so, yes. yeah, being able to really, you know, kind of justify some of those uh, fears and insecurities and, oh, my gosh, what if, um, you know, and really um, to really kind of readjust our services as well, too. Like at the end of the night, there was kind of a cluster at the end of our wedding and Somebody had sent people home and some people had said stay and whatever. And at the end of the night, they're coming up to me and I'm like, I'm not the point person tonight. So I just I'm not kinda, the planner here. I just kind of walked away. And no, it was definitely uh, one of those um, kind of solidifications in the services that we offer our clients and um, how we do take care of those things at the end of the night when it is a cluster and it's a madhouse and you're trying to get out of there. And uh, who's going to take care of this? Who's going to take care of that? Totally. We got it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about budget and money and expectations, because I think a lot of times we all talk about all of the wonderful things that we have to offer, but obviously it comes with a price tag. And so for you guys specifically, kind of what's your price range? How much do you feel like your average couple's wedding costs? Um, just a little bit of demographics about that. Sure, sure. I would say um, our couples really are kind of all over the place. And of course, it's also dependent on the type of Package, service that sure. we are providing as well, too. Um, but I would say um, our couples budget anywhere between 20000 to 60000 Every once in a while, we do get a higher budget. But um, I would say um, I would say probably most comfortable between the thirty and forty thousand dollar range for budgets. Awesome. And then package wise for you, um, let's just talk maybe partial planning and what that runs because that seems to be kind of your more average 
Sure. I was it's kind of in between. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we can uh, kind of go over all of them. Sure. If you... Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So our um, absolute minimum is our setup and teardown package, which is $950. And then we have our wedding management package, which that usually averages about $1,600. And then our partial service package, which usually averages about $3,250. And then our full service package starts at $4,500. And then everything just kind of flows fluctuates and adjusts from there kind of based on are you having a wedding for 50 people or you have a wedding for 450 people makes a big difference absolutely yes and so then when you're talking to your couples about their budget like is there not necessarily a rule of thumb that you suggest that they follow but like do you you know category wise about how much do you think they should spend on this or this or is there a process that you recommend that they go through sure so the process that we usually recommend is finding out the priorities that the couples have for their wedding is their highest priority the decor let's set over a big chunk for that is their highest priority the open bar the band the photographer the videographer there's so many different aspects of the wedding obviously it's all very important, but where are their priorities? Kind of finding out from there, making sure that those items are kind of taken care of first and then going from there. Awesome. And then after the wedding, have what have you found in the last seven years that maybe a couple regrets that your couple, like, have they told you, we really wish that we would have gone with this or this? Like, kind of what have you seen as that you could recommend to couples who are planning sure. that, that couples from the past have wished that they sure in. um there's been a lot of times where people have opted not to get a videographer a happy shout out to you <laughs> 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 um, but no um they've opted not to get a videographer and then unfortunately something would catastrophic happen to a parent or loved one and they kind of wish that they had that or um you know they went with a friend for their photographer which as good-hearted and natured as it was that they gifted them that the gift was just awful <laughs> um you know or the aspects of the catering you know where you know we actually had full sit-down conversations ahead of time and you know this uh, you know kind of different expectations and you know sometimes people seeing a price at this that is too good to be true and jumping all over it only to realize you unfortunately got what you paid for yeah and I think that's something just kind of in general in life is we find you know you get what you pay for but then sometimes I feel like that gets forgotten with weddings Absolutely. Because Absolutely. it's such a large budget number. But I think about like if I was fixing something around the house and that's a large budget investment mm -hmm. and different things like that. And it's we also all... very much a luxury yes. as well, too. Weddings are a luxury. Totally. Wedding planners are a luxury. It's not that everybody has to be able to afford them. And it's not that everybody has to go full bore and spend $100,000 on a wedding yes. or invite 375 people or yep. you know you can keep it very intimate and small and you know five thousand dollars you know and beautiful absolutely absolutely personalizing your wedding to what you actually want as a couple that's what we're on board with totally and I think that's another thing is just I I know that when I was planning my wedding 
Um, and a lot of couples, I'm sure, they don't realize how much the guest count really affects everything. Yes, yes. Because the RSVPs tend to be the biggest pain for our clients. And I would also say we get a lot of calls about the three-month mark where um, our clients are like, okay, what do we do? What do we do? And it's like, well, you literally just mailed your invitation. So you got to sit back and wait. <laughs> and unfortunately, it really kind of depends on how their guests RSVP. Some people are very much on it and do this and do that. And then some people don't send it in and wait on it. And oh, well, it says that we have until this date to RSVP. And I think until people are really in that position to headcounts matter, seating charts matter, is it going to be another table set up? That's more money. And until people are in that financial position where headcounts matter, I think they really don't get it. My uh, sister just got married two years ago, and she actually was that exact person. And I remember during that process, she was complaining about the RSVPs. And I was like, ha, this is you. <laughs> do you remember when you would do this? Yes, and it, it broke her of it. <laughs> yeah, yes, totally. So earlier when we were chatting about your tattoos, you mentioned the offbeat bride. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about that. Like in your mind, what does that mean? Sure. So the offbeat bride is not just the cookie cutter bride that I want to do the, the bouquet toss. I want to do the garter toss. I want to do the dollar dance. I want to do this because that's what tradition says to do. I want the couple that wants to break away from that tradition and do a spin on it. And if they want to come dancing down the aisle, I want them to do that. I want the couple that wants the surprises for their guests and, uh, you know, want to incorporate and put their personalization and touches on their weddings. Like we had a couple who wanted to incorporate the bride's Vietnamese heritage and we brought in these amazing lion and dragon dancers. It was phenomenal. And they just kind of danced all the way through the room and snaked through the room and it was incredible and it was just so important to her and her family just to incorporate that little touch and you know we want the couple who has like a huge statement piece you know like a huge floral backdrop that they can that just kind of coats their dance floor that they can dance around you know we're huge fans of that. Yeah so looking forward into 2019 and 2020 um, what would be some suggestions? Like, how would you recommend couples think about adding these touches into their wedding? Like, do you have any questions that you ask them? Is there, you know, obviously we talked about priorities and everything like that, but into that, you know, are you giving them suggestions with trends? Are you waiting for them to come to you? Kind of oh, yeah, like that. absolutely. So as far as uh, when we sit down and go over our first initial consultation, it usually lasts about 45 minutes to an hour because we get very much in depth. We ask them personal questions about how did you meet? What do you guys like to do for fun? What do you guys consider a date night? What are your hobbies or interests? And, you know, and if we find out uh, that we've got a couple who next August, uh, 
August is very much into the magic, the gathering, and we're, we're going to incorporate some of that theme into it. And, you know, we've got another client that um, is very much uh, wanting to do a Beatrix Potter uh, garden party themed event. And, you know, we've just kind of taken those ideas and run with it and just going to incorporate some beautiful florals with fresh produce. Like, I'm really actually excited for that one coming up. Oh, I love that. Like, I could just see it in my mind and like some pastel colors and just all the garden. Oh, that would be so pretty. Yes. So pretty. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, I would love if you could tell everyone where they can find you online, social media, everything like that. Absolutely. So we are on Facebook and Instagram, Cherry on Top Events by Jen. We have our website, cherryeventsbyjen.com. Feel free to email me, call me, text me. I'm pretty much available. You're accessible. (laughs) Well, unless I don't answer, I will get back to you. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting today. It was great having you. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Jen, for coming on the Nebraska Wedding Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're listening, I always love to hear if you've enjoyed it. If you are listening, I love knowing who is who is listening. Guys, I just I like interacting. I want to get to know you. I want to know who's listening. So um, if you screenshot your podcast screen, share it on social media, um, or just send me an email and say, hey, I really enjoyed the episode. Gosh, I love that. And I love knowing that, you know, it's giving you guys valuable information and content. So thank you for tuning in. If you haven't checked out on iTunes, go ahead and click subscribe. And then every Tuesday when a new episode comes out, it'll automatically download to your phone. It'll be great. We have episodes. We're going all year, guys. We're going to have episodes forever. So if there's a guest that you would really like to hear on the podcast, please also reach out. Send me an email. I'll remind you all of the ways to get a hold of me again. Hello at laceworkfilms.com on Instagram at laceworkfilms on Facebook, Lacework Films. And last but not least, go to my website, www.laceworkfilms.com and find my phone number. You can send me a text. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will talk to you all next week.